Madison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Well, not from D.C. this week. No, 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 no. Live from the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, the beautiful two stories of TVs behind us. A lot of people trickling in now. Not even trickling in. It's pretty full. They got a great section over here, too, that's like, all these, it's like the couches. Yeah. You're not just sitting there and like chair, like you have different ways that you could sit here. I know that's random, but when you look at a lot of different sports books, seating matters. And they got the seating right here. But what other thing that's right? It's that we finally <laughs> get to have our friend Patrick Everson live on the set. Nope, not on our screen in front of us, just like Brad Evans earlier. No, no, no. We get to have you right here in person, my friend. It is good to <laughs> see you. Love it. Uh, this is fantastic. You guys have been really great to me the last couple of years since Betham Jam Tonight got rolling, uh, having me on so frequently, and I'm super grateful. It's just, as you said, it's just really cool to, to be in here. And I will tell you, as MGM Sportsbooks, as Betham Jam Sportsbooks go, mm-hmm. this is top shelf. Yeah. This has these this this has the most recent renovation of all mm-hmm. Betham Jam books, so it's got really good screens. It's literally right across the highway from Allegiant Stadium. It's yes. I mean, if you could tear down that wall yeah so they say a little gorbachev moment there uh, with reagan <laughs> if you could tear down the, the video wall i'll bet you like you know deshambo or somebody who's a long hitter could probably hit a golf ball from right in the sports book to, to, the, to, to the stadium wow yes that's great right there it's awesome and it's great to have you all out here and again i appreciate you having me you on. live like what 10 minutes from the strip 10 minutes 12 minutes yeah real close ever, by do you ever think as a vegas resident you'd be seeing a super bowl here no uh i've lived here th- almost 30 years now and we cycled through getting so many trash sports teams like the the double a and triple a of every sport possible <laughs> and that's no disrespect to our triple a baseball team which actually has been here and and a, you know established for a long time since the early 80s and they're still here they have a great stadium i don't think the a's should move here that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now but oh. i'm just putting it out there uh, brand new stadium out there in summerland that's gorgeous great yeah. place for triple a baseball but that notwithstanding we've cycled through you know so many different indoor leagues of everything because you can't do too much outdoors here because of the heat that I never really foresaw the last really eight years since Mm -hmm. the day that the approval came for the Golden Knights and then the Golden Knights starting and then pass but getting overturned and all of a sudden all the major league sports revolutionizing their stance or or I shouldn't even say evolving in Mm -hmm. their stance on sports betting it's amazing how fast that happened I don't have my headphones on either I should put them on but um, I you know once the Knights got in, and then the Raiders got approved to move, and there was going to be a brand-new stadium. It's just like, okay, look, and Paspa's gotten overturned. Yeah. It's got to happen, and we got an NCAA regional mm-hmm. last year and a really good one at that. Yeah. You just, you know, you knew the Super Bowl was going to be next, and and uh, never thought I'd see it. You know, 10 years ago, no. Six, seven years ago, still no. Paspa even repeal, maybe, but, wow, to actually have it here, it's, it's uh, I'm, I'm, as you can you tell, do it I'm kind here of speechless. Yeah, yeah. We should do it here every year. I'm not going to disagree right. with that. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm already pretty happy with it being Not here. that Phoenix wasn't fun last year. <laughs> but there were some good moments. doesn't have anything Phoenix. on Arizona. Awesome roads in Phoenix. Yeah. Love yeah. those roads. <laughs> they do have good, good roads. roads. Here, though, they do too. have good roads. Pat, were- I want to start actually with the total in the Super Bowl. What are mm-hmm. you seeing with the total? Anything yeah, at all? Yeah. I mean, not obviously no movement. It is really pinned yeah. to 47 and a half. Yeah. But I went back and forth earlier today with BetMGM's Christian Cipollini. So this is nationwide. Yeah. Not just what's going on here, although what is going on here is 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 kind of a microcosm of the rest of the country uh, of what it continues to be. But betters are definitely on the over. It's not crazy tickets and money. It's about two to one tickets and money on the over for BetMGM 
nationwide. And I maybe that's why they don't want to go off 47 and a half just yet. Yeah. Uh, I know there were a, there was a book or two that opened 48 or opened 47 and a half and initially went up to 48, then went back to 47 and a half. I believe BetMGM opened 47 and then went went to 47 and a half and has really been painted there yeah. for a week now. So uh but look, this is the most public betting event on the biggest single day sporting event on the US sports calendar. And betters aren't betting on things not to happen. They want right. to be entertained. Yeah. So I I can't see this saying at 47 and a half. I don't know how much higher it goes, but I do think it's got to move off that at some point because the money's mm-hmm. gonna the public money's gonna keep coming in on the over. Yeah. We talked to Brad earlier and mm-hmm. Brad was telling us. Listen, the reason that the number is what it is in terms of the side is because of all the futures bets been placed on the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. So from your estimation, what you've, who you've spoken to, mm-hmm. if there's not as much money, say these, these 49er futures don't exist, right? what's the line? That's a great question. If these 49ers futures didn't exist, it might be... A little. I'm thinking on trying to think on my feet here. If they didn't exist, I mean, with the Chiefs' money that you're getting, yeah, I think the line would be lower, and it might even be pick them. It might have even gone through that. You remember last week when it first opened? Yeah, it was like some. I think it was one or two spots at three. Yeah, most were two and a half or two, and it really quickly went, went to down one. to one. Yeah, and I think a lot of us thought at the moment, okay, this is gonna go to flip. pick and maybe flip exactly. And I thought it was too. And there were one or two odds makers I that I spoke with who said, hey, I think I think maybe this is gonna flip, um, but it didn't. Um, I, I guess what they found was that was attractive and, you know, the, the twos and the two and a halfs early. And I guess the two still now is attractive enough. Yeah. There is one odds maker here in town that went to two and a half over the weekend was the only two and a half out there. And what he said was he and his risk team kind of evaluated. They had sharp play at Niners one and one and a half, which got them back up to two when, after initially going to one. And he said, look, we just feel like two and a half is where it's going. So we, we just, we're just going to go ahead and go there now. Mm-hmm. But nobody else is really making that move. Now, that said, it's yeah. still, as we've alluded to, heavy tickets and money to the Chiefs, spread and money line. It's about two and a half to one tickets, three to one money on the spread, and five to one tickets, three to one money on the money line for Kansas City. And that's BetMGM nationally. And, and they still need Kansas City. Books still need Kansas City. We're getting to a tipping point. We're yeah. getting to a tipping point. That is the perfect follow-up question because this is from Christian Cipollini a little bit earlier today what he said was yes we did have significant Super Bowl liability to the 49ers but he said if this persists as it has he said by kickoff we'll probably be rooting for the 49ers it's been nothing but Chiefs action if it keeps going it will be enough to to take over our 49ers futures liability which is pretty wild I just I can't believe that there's not a little more interest in the 49ers here yeah but um but look, it is what it is, and it may flip their it may flip their need, even though they've got, like I said, significant liability at BetMGM and elsewhere. Some mm-hmm. of the other major operators are are uh, over their skis on the 49ers as well. But with the way the Chiefs' money is coming in and the belief in Patrick Mahomes, maybe it flips. Talking to Patrick Everson live on set here, Mandalay Bay BetMGM tonight. Uh, we all know the Taylor Swift effect, and it's been a thing, and mm-hmm. it's not going to change. Her. But that <laughs> leads to a lot when it comes to Travis Kelsey interest you from bet. the public. I did see that, and I don't know if this is has changed at all recently. I don't think it has. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, or sorry, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. most tickets, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I ha- think- has there been interest just across the board, and like maybe I don't even know if there's a way to truly gauge it. I'm just trying to figure out like how many more people maybe are coming in just because 
they hear Travis Kelsey's name or thinking that she's going to be there. Like, I don't think there's a way we could even gauge it, but I, I'm assuming there is a lot of action on Travis Kelsey in this. Yes, and I've had multiple oddsmakers tell me this uh, over the over this course of the season, mm. ever since this whole Taylor Swift yeah. thing started going. And I know, you know, BetMGM, Christian Cipollini, again, he got back to me a little bit earlier today. He's like, look, the thing with Kelsey is we're always going to be heavily bet to Kelsey because right. he's Kelsey. Mm. So it is a little bit hard to kind of like say, okay, how do you quantify how much greater the effect is uh, with the, with Taylor Swift? But there's no question it's there. You can't avoid yeah. it. And, and especially in a game like this, the most public game, a game that some people who never bet at all yeah. are going to bet this year. Some people who only bet once a year are going to bet this year. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be taken – and they're, they're taken in by the by the Taylor Swift part of it, so they're going to bet Kelsey MVP. Mm -hmm. They're betting him uh, in the player to score first touchdown, the player, in score, in player to score anytime touchdown, player to score two or more touchdown. I mean, yeah. they're all in on it. So, uh, like I said, it's, I don't think you can, you know, specifically quantify it, yeah. but you can't right. deny that there's, there's something that there. This is happening. Yeah. Yeah. This is happening. Yeah. And, the, and the numbers are going to be off the charts by Sunday. She's going to fly back from Tokyo. It's going to be a huge hullabaloo. Mm -hmm. My daughter will love it. Um, now that she's got a new album coming out, so you got a yeah. bunch, so a whole bunch more PR around that. Uh, it's, it's, uh, there's no doubt it's a, it's a significant impact and will continue to be between now and Sunday. Did, did the Taylor Swift effect from what you've heard and seen affect demographics of betting? Are we seeing an influx in women betters? I think we are. And, and let's be clear, Swifties, Swifties span the, span the spectrum. We got one but, right here, you know, yeah. <laughs> Okay, wow, well, very go. good. Very good. She's a Swifty. She's yeah. got the button. I'm a Swifty too. She's a Swifty with a Kelsey with a Kelsey jersey. So. Me too. So, I think um, I think yes, and I think that's a good thing. Look, right. I think the broad, you know, that's what's going to make the American sports betting market mature is when it, it is when you have a broader spectrum of people being pulled into the driver of the American sports betting engine, which is the NFL. Yeah. And then from there, you can branch out. I think. Uh, I think uh, Caitlin Clark is doing that for women's college yeah. basketball. Yeah. No yeah. question. Um, and Taylor Swift, though she's not on the field, she's such an imposing presence and so yeah. universally known. She's ubiquitous. Um, that that's that that's definitely impacting the spectrum of people, the broadening the spectrum of people who are betting on football, which is great. What are some other liabilities as far as like Super Bowl MVP? We know about Kelsey. I'm assuming probably the quarterbacks. Um, mm -hmm. Anything else that would be a big liability as far as the uh, Super Bowl MVP market since this market's been up for a while now? Right. I think there's probably some liability to McCaffrey. He's okay. generally uh, like third or third on the odds board yeah. behind the two QBs. Yeah. And, then, and Kelsey's moved up pretty quickly. I'm not sure exactly where he's at right now, but he was. You could have gotten Kelsey at BetMGM, at, I think it was like 100 to 1 or yeah. something wow. during the wild card yeah. round. Yeah. If you'd bet him in the wild yeah. card round, yeah. which yeah. would have been awesome value, but it tells you what they thought about how this was going to evolve. They didn't think the Chiefs were going to get this far, I don't think. No. Because the Chiefs had a decent last couple games, but a really bumpy late season. Yeah. So I think there's probably some McCaffrey liability. I think there's some people who think that if the Niners win, there's kind of this thing about Purdy that they can't get there with. Yeah. So they don't want to yeah. make him responsible for the. They don't want to make give him all, a full credit for the win. So I think they're McCaffrey, but I I kind of like taking McCaffrey or somebody just a tick or two, touch or two further down, maybe a little bit further down the odds board to have like a breakout game just to get some value. Let's have yeah. some fun here. Yeah, I did take him. It was only plus four fifty though. I wasn't brave enough to get him when it was like mm -hmm. seven to one before the uh, NFC Championship game. But yeah, I know you just look at this. There, there's still that kind of stigma with Brock Purdy, and mm -hmm. you know I think the worry too is like if that Chiefs pass rush gets after him. You know, so 
I, McCaffrey does what he does. Yeah, there, there's a chance. Have you seen a lot of action on uh, McCaffrey props? Because we were talking about this earlier, and like the numbers keep going up for him, rushing mm-hmm. yards, total yards, and yet you still don't ever want to take an under with him. Right, and that's the thing. And then, by the way, that's what all the sharp people are waiting for. They're waiting till Saturday, Sunday, so yeah. that people can keep driving up those Kelsey yep. numbers and then driving up under. those driving up those McCaffrey numbers and then betting the unders. But yeah, I mean that that's how this goes. If you look at, for example, I've looked at BetMGM as well as a couple of other sports books mm-hmm. on player to score first touchdown, player to score anytime touchdown, player to score two or much t- two or more touchdowns. Um, and, then, and I'm sure the same thing is going on with yardage and, yep. and receptions and so forth. But it's one two. Not always the same order, mm-hmm. but it's Kelsey McCaffrey, McCaffrey, yeah. Kelsey, yeah. Yeah. Kelsey McCaffrey. So they're betting, you know, mostly hand over fist on McCaffrey and Kelsey rather than the quarterbacks, which is interesting. The quarterbacks are going to have their hands on the ball, you know, every offensive snap. And that's why they are the always the, generally always the shortest odds in yeah. MVP because they're really the game hinges on them much more. But um, it's it's Kelsey and McCaffrey that are really getting the action. I want to really quickly shift to the NBA because we had a massive piece of news. Joel Embiid out indefinitely, Mm -hmm. has surgery. A lot of the lines in terms of Sixers to miss the playoffs, Mm -hmm. Sixers to miss the play-in or get into the plan, all of those types of futures are off the board. Mm -hmm. What are you hearing, if anything, because obviously this is a big week for NFL, not for NBA, um, in terms of that? Right. Well, first off, it's a huge it's a monumentally huge loss and I'm probably understating it by saying that, but we were already seeing this as when we talked last week, Trista, we were buzzing about, okay, Hey, he's missing more games. He's not going to be able to even qualify for the MVP. Well, now of course he's not going to qualify for MVP and the Sixers have a whole lot more problems beyond whether Embiid can win another MVP award. So uh, look, it's, it's a, it's a bummer because when he plays and he's healthy, he's amazing. We've seen it. this We've seen it as recently as like two weeks ago, for goodness sake. But uh, obviously, it's 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 gonna. I could see why. Uh, I mean, if you got ahead of the curve on a yes/no with the Sixers in the playoffs or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, and bet the no, goodness, uh, well, well played by you. But uh, I certainly don't think you were rooting for Embiid to be out on that bet. Like you said, everybody's gonna be betting the Super Bowl. Is this gonna be probably the most bet game? Would you say Super Bowl ever? Yes, for two reasons. But but there's two kind of a two pronged attack to this, and I hope I'm not up against it. If I am, let me know. No, you're good. Um, we got a minute. We got one minute. Okay. Yeah. So one, you've got at least a couple more states that have added since last year. So because of that, every year should be That's, a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Should be a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So this will be the most bet U.S. Super Bowl Super Bowl in U.S. legal regulated betting history. But I think the what you need to look at because it's almost by default because we have more markets. Right. But what we need to look at is how is it, how how does it come up here. How does it come up in, in state by state, jurisdiction mm-hmm. by jurisdiction? Yeah. And I think the Nevada numbers are going to be off the freaking charts. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's going to be a record here, and I think it's going to be a record in a lot of major states. And it's just going to continue. I mean, listen, there's some states that may take a long time, if ever, to legalize it, but most of these states are looking around going, that is, it is working everywhere that it is, and they're only continuing to get involved. I feel like every week there's a new state that we're like, hey, welcome to the party, guys. Yep. Absolutely. So you welcome to the party. Thank Absolutely. you for coming on set. Thanks, Great. Yeah. Absolutely. I greatly appreciate it. Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider, BetMGM Tonight. Tristan, Nick, and Ryan are taking a break to catch up on their bets. Don't go anywhere. There's plenty more on BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. And I get it. You're like, also that. But like, yeah. we've sucked forever, man. Yeah. Like, we can't we can't enjoy, like, now that we're really good. Well, you know what it is? You don't think, you don't think you're a little chest beady 
for it's not like yeah yes because okay. we've, we've been beaten down for so no, long i know yes. nick. i know nick he's quite chesty but, but, you're but not, yes but that's the reason but this yeah. isn't you guys hugging each other and being happy this is you guys telling everybody that you're better than them but you don't want to be but you, you don't think they can win the title like you don't we're really better than you, but also we're the underdog yes. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, like, say, I have, a, have you, ever, you ever been to New York or? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just, I can't. We're delusional. Yeah. I, I have. You I should work there at some point. I have worked next to New York fans for three years now. I've dealt with every Yankee thing, funny, whatever, Met thing, Jet thing, Giant thing. The Knicks fans, just, there's something about them. I want to, I just, I'm going to strangle every single one of them. You know, we've been doing this a long time. We've been, we've been in the content business for a long time. I've seen a lot of Pat Mahomes Super Bowls. I've seen a lot yes. of Pat Mahomes playoff games. 99% of the time, I'm just like, keep it simple, stupid. Pat Mahomes is, is you know, he's the greatest of this generation. Like, don't overthink it. Um, I've been overthinking this one big time because you look at every kind of talent matchup uh, between the two teams and you check the box of Niners. Um, and, you know, they're, they're under field goal, so you basically have – um, you know, a little bit of latitude. You know, I, my my fare on this one would be three. Um, so you know, there's some there's some edge there. So you think a fair price is not Niners is a three point Niners favorite? Is a fair price. Favorite, but like Kansas City yeah. would get obliterated though, right? Like that well, wouldn't last. They well, it did. Yeah, fair. Right. yeah. Right. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. So basically, what you're, saying is, so what you're <laughs> saying is you like San Francisco in the game. Yeah, obviously. I like right. San Francisco in the game, and honestly, like I'm starting to talk myself into there is scope for San Francisco winning by margin. Right. Like because you look at what do we know about these teams and like in the immediate afterglow of the AFC NFC championship games, it was like, no, don't overthink it. Pat Mahomes at at any, you know, at a dog price like this isn't that hard. Um, And then you kind of reflect on the Niners defense and how poor they were against the Lions. And it was like, oh, boy, like I didn't know they were that bad. Um, But then, you know, on rewatch and as you kind of like sit on it and think about it a little bit, you realize like, okay, actually, like we got to give the Lions some credit like that. That offensive unit was very, very sharp that day. They won their uh, battles in the trenches. Obviously, like they came to play. They were physical. They had an incredibly talented offense. The Chiefs really don't have that. Like the Chiefs offense has been pretty lousy all year. Pat Mahomes has been elevating them. Uh, to the degree where they're here at the Super Bowl, obviously. Travis Kelsey certainly kind of got healthy at the right time or got hot at the right time or, uh, you know, who knows what happened. But outside of, you know, Kelsey and Mahomes, like anything about what the Chiefs are doing offensively scare you at all? Not really.
All I'm saying is it is certainly possible that Jalen Brunson, who is playing, what, 37 minutes a game, yep. taking every shot. Okay, but all I'm saying is this. Playoffs, Knicks versus Sixers, no Embiid. Who wins? I would... If you made me pick, I would pick the Knicks. Okay, but it, so but it, is not, it is not 90-10 the way that you're presenting. Would, so, who, would who has home court answer the question for you? Is that how close it is? We'll give you. You can well, have home Knicks, court. Oh, you well, can have home court. Then I, I think it's a coin I think flip. That's, I think that's really close. Nah, I think it's Knicks a coin flip. We have the best player. One of them to know it's always, it's always love in this building. You know, and I know guys go uh, go through things both in this building and their in their personal lives. He just had a baby girl, a beautiful baby girl. So shout out to uh, Kadarius for that one. But I think um, what's real is what happens in this building and uh, and how we can channel that. And I just wanted to make sure he knew that we were uh, we were all still behind him and ready to go get the Super Bowl. Getting you ready for the big game. This is Bet MGM Tonight. Live from the Bet MGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. On the BetQL Network. We got Chiefs fans, 49ers fans walking around here now, seeing all kinds of jerseys. Had some Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, super fan over here with her homemade sign. That was wild. Just holding it up. I'm like, I see it, but we're in the middle of talking to Patrick Evers. not on mic. I can't say anything right now, but, you know, it is what it is. That was Travis Kelsey on Kadarius Tony, which, Ryan, goes back to what you said about kind of how they pick their guys up there in that organization. Uh, They don't necessarily get the targets even though you think they might not uh, well, last week, McCole Hardman. Maybe. Yeah. But that's, that's, uh, that's what Travis Kelsey and that organization does. It's a winning organization and they don't throw their guys under the bus very much. Is that's he even sure. going to suit up? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, like he's... we're all behind you, but like stay your ass home. Yeah, but remember he's hurt, even though he's not hurt, but he is hurt. And we're not sure what's going on here. That was a lot of like word salad, wasn't we're, it? Yes. We're behind you, yes. but like we're, we're behind not... you, man. When we cut you in the offseason. People off always have things happening. <laughs> You know, people are always going through difficult things in your life. And then he says that about the baby, his girlfriend having a baby. That's not a difficult thing in your life. Well, that's, that can be if you're not sleeping. It can be, but <laughs> it's know? not like a trial and tribulation that you need support from your teammates for. Yeah, exactly, man. No, I mean, it's been a weird year, obviously. Like, not a very good couple of years for Kadarius Tony. There was the Travis Kelsey play where he lined up offsides. You know, it's been a little bit of a mess for Tony struggles to hang on to the ball. I don't think we're going to see this time him. Time in the Giants was rough too. Yeah. I don't think we'll see him this week. Probably not. So Scott actually just dropped this in for me here. Kadarius Tony said he wasn't actually attacking the Chiefs in that Instagram live thing where he talked about either he's not really hurt, they're they're making up the injury. He said he was trying to go after Giants fans, but he admitted that he probably shouldn't have done it. Yeah, probably wasn't a good idea, but Kadarius Tony does get a lot of hate from Giants fans and now Chiefs fans. Like he's just like one of those targets. He's a chucklehead. Yeah. Walking brain fart. Yeah. Walking brain fart. Yeah. But, that I mean, like, Chiefs, what a great organization, though. Right? I mean, you take a chance on a guy like Kadarius Tony, mm-hmm. buy a low spot. If it works out, it works out. If not, you just move on. Does he actually have any props up? Like, is are there even – I didn't any, see I have not seen any. Yeah. Nothing yeah, I don't, I don't think there's – I don't think we're even going to – yeah, I mean, he may not even dress. Right. Yeah, there's nothing. Bet MGM's got absolutely nothing I bet there. he's not even there. I mean, even if he is, I'm not betting. <laughs> right. He didn't even show up with the team. Do you imagine? Because they're doing the opening night tonight where right guys now. are at the yeah, podium. Yeah. I saw it on one of the TVs behind us, which literally behind us at the stadium right back there. Could you imagine if they actually gave him a podium or just put a mic? He wouldn't even get a podium, just a mic in his face. There's, I mean, I would oh, no, love. No, he is there. Kadarius is he there? Tony says that his IG live was chopped up to make like he was bashing Chiefs. Yep, he's there. He's uh, going to be on the field. So he is talking to people he's then. Okay. Talking. Well, you know what? Are you the number one receiver in this league if I get the ball? Is oh, he, God. He's, like, sitting there laughing and just having fun this with it. Like, this bad. isn't even, yeah. 
Well, all right, there you go. He is around. Yeah. That's as far as it goes at this point. He will be on the field, at least we know that. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I I would probably stay away from anything with him. I don't yeah, me too. I, I don't see anything from a Cole Hardman either. So no, like, after last week was, I'm done with him. That, he's on the list now. Yeah. You know what? He I didn't liked, even get a target. I liked I liked the research you put in and I liked the narrative bet that it was involved with it, right? Yeah. Get the guy involved. Why not? A little sprinkle on that. Yeah, I figured after the disaster that was the week before with the fumble, they would look to you know boost the spirits, get him a couple touches, but they did not. Really and quick. I lost. Really quick. An NFL player in town for the Super Bowl was attacked by a coyote last night at Lake Las Vegas. Oh, okay. That's Told what you were talking about. Coyotes are nasty. Don't let my dude. wife hear that. Then the Sports Gambling Podcast on Twitter says, What player do you think this is? Kadarius Tony, minus 250. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. Brock Purdy, plus 105. Patrick Mahomes, plus 575. Travis Kelsey, plus 650. Well, we don't see anybody on the injury report right now. I think it's Austin Wiley, the Wiley Coyote. Oh, oh I see what you, oh, God. man, you Wait. were waiting for that. Pete, that was too easy I for mean, you. come on, Does guys. Does he already have a kid? Like, are you, <laughs> I, you are, know, you have kids we don't know about, dad joke? PJ is I'm so like, prepared with the dad yeah. jokes. The women of Tuscaloosa, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. PJ. Yeah, I, look, the Chiefs did practice today in pads, and it was raining, and they wanted to practice in pads. I guess they haven't done it in a while, so that's. Again, that's another, like, yeah. we want to get out there. We want to hit, yeah. and we want to make sure that we're starting to get ready for this this week. Then you got the, the 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 49ers over there talking about the field they're on. That's all, like, soggy. So I didn't know, like, I don't know much about what goes into these fields, like the science behind it. But I guess there's, like, a softness rating. Yes. And you can't go lower than a 70. And it, usually between, like, 73 and 75, something there is, like, when, I guess, like, a good range for the softness score for a field. When they inspect all these fields beforehand they said it was in the 50s like it was just soggy and just a complete and utter disaster well and if you i know uh, roger goodell was asked about the script today like whether the nfl is rigged which what is he gonna say even if it was who asked him that question uh, i don't remember and a um, chucklehead yeah chucklehead a chucklehead but like the they don't make it easy when they have the chiefs practicing at allegiant field and then you have the Niners practicing at UNLV yeah. in soggy yep. conditions. Yep. Allegiant Field, perfect for the Super Bowl. Yeah. UNLV, soggy meter through the roof. Well, they laid it over turf, I think, too. So strange. I think they laid, like, sod over turf. I didn't know you could even do that. But That's an ACL waiting I, Yeah. This just sounds like a, like a, a complete disaster. It really so, does. It, there's, like, a, a, a gif. Oh, I see what you got there. Of yeah. Albert Breer. And it's Chiefs practice field versus the 49ers practice field. And one is like the Taj Mahal, and the other one's like the Motel 6. <laughs> it's so, it, yeah, it's like. It's oh, there's out. a bunch of them. Yeah, oh, I see yeah. that there. They, like, these are real, though. Like, that, those yeah. two are real. Oh. That's real. Oh, I see it. So there's a ton of water on that field yes. then. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I thought, I mean, I know it's been raining a bunch here, but that's really bad. So the Chiefs were indoors then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I guess they went out. Well, they must have gone out, though, if there was the practice in the rain. So they've done right. some outdoor Maybe practicing they some too. Outdoor they did some outdoor stuff, I guess, because they wanted to hit and be in the rain. But uh, yeah, that I mean that little stuff too, you know. And and God forbid, but like because it, the Chiefs are the home team, they get to practice at the facility. Yeah, it does. It does look bad though when the the 49ers are at a spot that does not look like fit for any team to be on for the biggest game of the year. Right, right. <laughs> and that, listen, imagine if and I mean nobody wants this. Somebody for the 49ers, a key player, gets hurt on that field. And can't play in the Super Bowl. Why can't they just practice at different times? Right. 
Yeah. Why can't they just practice at the same facility at different times? I don't. It's a good question. I don't get that. I, you're asking a logical question. I don't have the answer to that though. Okay, you guys get between like on Monday you get eight to one. You I just like yeah, the regular one. routine yeah. though. They want yeah, the routine does does matter a lot. You know these guys. I mean, you've been doing a certain thing all year. You know how it is. Oh yeah. I mean, any person if you get thrown out of your daily routine, like, I some people don't care about it as much, but like I'm big on like daily routine. You know, certain things at a certain point every day. And when athletes get thrown out of that before the biggest game, that becomes there, there's a mental, you know, disadvantage there. So yeah, but you're you're on a sloppy field like that, and that starts to become something that's really, really. I mean, yeah, I know Roger Goodell went out and just said, "Oh yeah, no, it's fine." I disagree. Roger Goodell is so good at. I mean, I know he's a lawyer too. He has a law degree, and he's good at. Oh. He spins everything. That's why he keeps getting new deals from all the owners because yeah. this guy. Takes the all the bullets for them, and he spins everything that he needs to spin. Speaking of spin, some people did ask Andy Reid, like, yo, uh, did you see the reports you you and UNLV field unsafe? And he said he hadn't heard the report that the Chiefs had been unwilling to change their schedule to allow the Niners to use the field at Raiders. I wouldn't facility. change my no. schedule. And he said, well, he said, I, I've never heard that we were unwilling. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Like, who, where's that coming from? This is irrelevant. Says this is irrelevant, which, which means <laughs> which means he probably heard and he yeah. it was him, it, it was like, him to say no, we're let's not. Be doing it. You think Andy Reid's not gonna they're not gonna ask Andy Reid specifically? Of course, they are. Like, what I, I have no idea what you're talking about, guys. I've never heard of this. <laughs> That's just, huh? I mean, if, if there's any advantage you can have at this point, right? Somebody's gonna take it, yeah, yeah. I don't know, we'll see if it even matters, man. I, I don't know. Um, oh, I, I think, well, I mean, the big thing, obviously, is that nobody gets uh, nobody gets hurt. Right. right. Like, that's Maybe the bad. most important yeah. thing. Anybody on a soggy field like that, because you're not going to obviously have that in the game. But, yeah, these guys are going to want to sit there and have some semblance of their routine and have to deal with Chiefs it. Chiefs so. by a million. I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm it, just uh, saying. You know, here's my thing. Like, honestly, I. <laughs> you're starting to feel it, aren't you? Well, yeah, a little bit. But also, too, like, you're talking about the script thing. Because my <laughs> Uber driver over here started talking to me about like the script and like the, it being, <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Yes. I, I just, I can't, it was written. like, I just can't do this with people. We've already proven that the, the logo doesn't dictate it every year. Sorry, PJ. I want your Ravens in here too. But yeah. like, I just like, if we do it as a joke and we have fun with it, fine. But there are people that legitimately think that this whole thing is scripted. What? Like how I just want to ask anybody that thinks that. Tell me how this happens. Not the refs make calls going God. in a certain way. Like, there's God so much it. more than that. I mean, my, like, you, what do you think a player is going to sit there and be like, no, I have to do this because we've got to lose? Like, it's just, it's too big for it to, it's, no, and nobody said anything. Nobody's blown the whistle on it. I, I understand the last few years people have started to go down internet rabbit holes a lot more than we did before 2020. Yeah. We have got to realize that not everything is a conspiracy. I know some people want to be in the know and they want to know more than everybody else. Sometimes the truth is actually what's out there. It's not the X-Files every single damn time. And in your heart, you still wonder, I think the Chiefs are probably going to I think that, yeah, <laughs> But that's at least a football thing, right? Yeah. Like I go, it's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey can catch 10 balls for 120 yeah. yards and two touchdowns. I'm like, well, okay, then the Chiefs are probably going to win the game. But that's football. Yep. It's like, I think there was one going around. There was some stupid... It was some sort of graphic on a, a TV show that had accidentally been put up, and it said something along the lines of like, and obviously it was wrong. It was like the 49ers and Ravens will be playing in the Super Bowl. Like it was something along yeah. one of those, like a description of something. Like 
these graphics are created ahead of time, just in case we'll have this ready, just in case we'll have but this ready. You know, ready. there's t-shirts, mate. Right. Like, yeah. and then, Football teams. yes, they're made ahead of time. Yeah. I think and these people think, I figured it out. The NFL is a thousand percent scripted. Look at this. It's a stupid graphic. Somebody typed it up just in case that's like, I just, sometimes Same thing you with just, newspapers. Right. Front covers. Yeah. You've got it. The whole thing. Yeah. Yes. All this stuff is, I mean, yeah, the, the, the shirt thing. I mean, that's that's everybody knows that they send them to Ghana they send it to other wherever. countries. Yeah, go yeah. over there to Ghana and you're you're gonna go, gonna see a whole Patriots bunch of perfect season t-shirts yeah, are still perfect around there. So yeah. Giants, Giants. Uh, God, do you imagine getting your hand on Miami one of those Heat championship Miami shirts? Heat yeah, the value of one of those would probably be through the roof, especially the Patriots perfect season. Oh yeah. Oh man, that would have been incredible. To get oh your my hands God, on guys, really quick, uh, the Clippers, the line moved from remember it was two. To four and a half. They cover that number at five. What a great cover for the Clippers. I didn't have that. I only had my 149, line. 144. Wow. Damn. Wow, what a sweat. I wish I would have taken that instead of That money. over was money. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yes, it was. Uh, James Harden finished with 30 points, eight rebounds, and 10 assists again. 36 points for Kawhi Leonard, five assists. You know, he keeps putting up numbers like that. Maybe he is. Five starting... threes for Kawhi, too. Five threes. That's he's... Steph Curry. Numbers. Yeah. It, it really is. It doesn't look like Steph Curry. Oh, no. But it, it goes in, and that's what matters. Hell God. yeah, man. I'm feeling good about the clips. You, you listen. Feeling good about them. I, you have gotten some of these uh, secondary LA teams wrong. Yeah. But this. Clippers. I'm, I'm, I'm team Clippers with you now. Well, obviously, Clippers over the Lakers. That's Glad I bought like in on the Clippers and not the Lakers coming into the Yes, yes. I was on, well, the Clippers, once they got James Harden, you kind of felt if they could put it together. Beforehand, it was like, no, nah, I just, I can't trust this team because nobody stays healthy, but they are staying healthy now. And the Lakers, meanwhile, have LeBron James out there trying to campaign and get himself uh, LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah, man. I I don't think it's going to end well for LeBron in L.A., to be honest with you. But he's done enough, right? I mean, Has he? what if I he goes know. back to Miami again? He's going to be like, if he opts out, he can go Anywhere. and do anything. Like, yeah. that's that's the real issue. Portland. It's he not about a Portland, trade. Hypothetically. Yeah. I think you're right. Maybe we should start this campaign. LeBron to Portland. LeBron to Portland. Yeah, Imagine that. Nike LeBron to Mecca. Toronto. Ne Nike Mecca. You know, what if LeBron just gets loaned to different teams? He spends like a couple weeks on each one and just tries it out a little bit, tries to see who can uh, who it clicks the most with. Let's just do that. Let's make yeah, a special rule for him. Sow his wild oats. <laughs> just around the league to everybody. Spreads his knowledge. Yeah. Gets everybody. Uh, just coaches him up a little bit. Gets out there. And he's like, okay, this is my two weeks in Portland. I'm now going down to play for the Kings for two weeks. And then I'm going back to the Lakers. Impart and, my wisdom. Yeah, just a little bit of everybody, you know? It's, I mean, listen, if there's anybody that gets what they want, it's LeBron James. LeBron James? Every single time. Yeah. Uh, Cavs, big win over the Kings tonight, too. 136-110 in that one. Just a straight beat down. Donovan Mitchell highlights were oh, ridiculous. That, that, he did the, one of those little uh, self-alley-oops off the backboard, and I just went, yep. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, man. 29 points and uh, five assists for him. Cleveland's wow. good, man. They yeah. are. They are really 31 good. 31 and 16 now, right? Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. 32. Actually, that should that should make him 33 at this point. I think they had, yeah, yeah, yep, 33 and uh, no, 32 and 16. Yep, now with the Embiid injury, now they are the now they are the two seed. Yep, that and, is crazy. And that's the, how the that's how the Heat win the first round. Right, they're the seven seed. Cavs are the two seed, and they beat the Cavs. And they smack them up. Yeah, they've won six straight. They're the hottest team in the NBA now. Used to be my Knicks. Lakers ended that. Jerks. Yeah, both kinda... nine and one. The last ten though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's the Cavs. You, I mean, you look at them, and on paper, clearly, it's just some of it's just getting that playoff experience. Yeah. 
and they really folded against the Knicks last year. So it now becomes, uh, okay, what do they look like this time around, having gone through that a little bit? And not everybody does, right? Like the Hawks have gone the other way since they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. And you sit here and you watch, uh, you know, you're sitting here watching other teams, and my clock has completely gone, PJ. I can't see a damn thing. Thank it's you, buddy. Control. <laughs> it's Bet MGM tonight. BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you. All week, you better you bet, and BetMGM Tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're in the series. No. Okay. I mean, barely, debatably. Yeah. I... Yeah. That much better than the, Tyrese Maxey? The Sixers have home court and by 50 times the better coach in the series. That is true. Yeah. That, that would be true. a little concerning. That is true. And you're going to have to play Julius Randle. I got to tell you, I, I mean, I'm being serious. It really makes me angry that, like, Knicks fans can't have anything. We've been bad for t- – Oh, I get it. I'm no, handicapping the series. No, I know, oh, I know. Yeah, you're right. right. I, no, like, I get it with, like, Yankee fans. I understand that because we were really obnoxious, and I am one, and I get it. <laughs> you're like, also fans, that. But, like, yeah. we've sucked forever, man. Yeah. Like, we can't we can't enjoy, like, now that we're really good. Well, you know what it is? You don't think – you don't think you're a little chest beady for it's not like yeah yes because okay. we've, we've been beaten down for so no. long i know yes. nick, i know nick he's quite chesty but, but, you're but not, yes but that's the reason but this yeah. isn't you guys hugging each other and being happy this is you guys telling everybody that you're better than them but you don't want to be but you, you don't think they can win the title like you don't we're really better than you, can... but also we're the underdog yes. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. Like, say, I have, a, have you ever you ever been to New York or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't. We're delusional. Yeah. I I have. You should I, work there at some point. I have worked <laughs> next to New York fans for three years now. I've dealt with every Yankee thing, funny whatever, Met thing, Jet thing, Giant thing. The Knicks fans just there's something about them. I want to. I just I'm gonna strangle every single one of them. You know, we've been doing this a long time. We've been, we've been in the content business for a long time. I've seen a lot of Pat Mahomes Super Bowls. I've seen a lot yes. of Pat Mahomes playoff games. 99% of the time, I'm just like, keep it simple, stupid. Pat Mahomes is, is you know, he's the greatest of this generation. Like, don't overthink it. Um, I've been overthinking this one big time because you look at every kind of talent matchup uh, between the two teams and you check the box of Niners. Um, and, you know, they're, they're under a field goal, so you basically have – um, you know, a little bit of latitude. You know, I, my my fare on this one would be three. Um, so you know, there's some there's some edge there. So you think a fair price is not Niners is a three point favorite? Is a, a three fair point price, favorite. but like Kansas fair. City yeah. would get obliterated though, right? Like that well, wouldn't they last. Opened, well, it did. To yeah, be fair. Right. yeah, right. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. So basically, what you're saying is, so what yeah. you're saying is, you like San Francisco in the game. Is yeah, I like right. San Francisco in the game, and honestly, like I'm starting to talk myself into there is scope for San Francisco winning by margin. Right, like because you look at what do we know about these teams, and like in the immediate afterglow of the AFC NFC Championship games, it was like, yep, don't overthink it. Pat Mahomes at at any you know at a dog price, like this isn't that hard. Um, And then you kind of reflect on the Niners' defense and how poor they were against the Lions, and it was like, whoa, boy, like I didn't know they were that bad. Um, But then you know on rewatch, and as you kind of like sit on it and think about it a little bit, you realize like, okay, okay, actually. Like we got to give the Lions some credit. Like that that offensive unit was very very sharp that day. They won their uh, battles in the trenches. Obviously, like they came to play. They were physical. They had an incredibly talented offense. The Chiefs really don't have that. Like the Chiefs' offense has been pretty lousy all year. Pat Mahomes has been elevating them uh, to the degree where they're here at the Super Bowl. Obviously, Travis Kelsey certainly kind of got healthy at the right time or got hot at the right time or uh, you know who knows what happened. But 
outside of you know Kelsey and Mahomes, like anything about what the Chiefs are doing offensively scare you at all? Not really. Getting you ready for the big game. This is Bet MGM Tonight. Live from the Bet MGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. On the BetQL Network. Hello? Here we are. Oh, it's beautiful. Here. <laughs> Hello? 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 Yeah, yeah. So one more segment, guys. On? 124-118, Lakers just uh, beat the Hornets. Did not cover. Miles Bridges, 41 points. Brandon Miller had 33. 15 and a half point favorites. I think maybe it's just me. Collectively, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what Miles Bridges does. Nobody's going to talk about his stats. Nobody. They'll just pretend like they didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, there's... Yeah, there's a there's a lot to that story. Yep. Without question. You're just like, yep. I'm you know on. who you know who's been playing well recently too? D'Angelo Russell. Yes. Two yeah. guys that you could sell high on right now for two teams that absolutely need to make some sort of change. Jonathan Kaminga and the way he's playing for the Warriors went over his point total again tonight, over 19 and a half. Ding ding ding, don't have the bell. Uh and D'Angelo Russell. I mean, these are guys if you could if you're gonna move them and try to get assets and build up for right now, I mean this is this is what you would do. I, I just don't really know what either one of those teams can actually put together. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I just, man, w- would you want D. Russell? Though? Would you? Want, no, like, no. A J- Jonathan Kaminga, no. yes. I would take D'Angelo Kuminga. Russell. No. Yeah. And Kuminga that's the problem. Really People good. don't want D'Angelo Russell. They were chanting, "We don't want you." In Atlanta, when he was at the free throw line. Atlanta. Apparently, I had Jake Fisher actually on the podcast this weekend. It came out today. He said that Atlanta would have an, a destination for D'Angelo Russell, a third team, and they're very confident that someone wants him. Okay. Maybe Brooklyn. I mean, he brings something to the table. When he's playing well, he's Good a great getter. He gets you buckets, and he's a he's a solid facilitator. Can't defend anybody. But no. the problem is he's just one of those guys where he can disappear in games, check out. He's got some of those, you know, some of that Jordan Poole. Like, you don't know whether he's actually the, – whether the, the eyes are focused on the court or they're somewhere else he, and where his head is. He's right. told people many times, like, I don't get paid money to play defense. That's just not what I do. That's a great line. It is. It's like when Jabari Parker got picked up by the Bulls, and he's like, yeah, I don't play defense. Yeah. 
It's like, what are you, like the designated hitter? Right. Yeah. Like, this isn't – it's it's not like we're talking about a football player being a two-way player. Yeah. We're telling – like, you're on the court both ends, so you just got to figure it out. You got to at least be respectable. But, yeah, some guys just don't. That's the NBA. Yeah. It yeah. really can be the NBA. Yeah. And that's why we got guys putting up 60 left and right. And, I mean, yeah, I, I it's good. I, I like it, you know. I mean, people always complain. They don't play enough defense in the NBA. Uh, I enjoy it. I'll take the scoring. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah, totally fine with it. See, Le'Veon Bell's trying to get the Steelers to re-sign him. Le'Veon Bell should focus on getting a sponsorship from a sports book called Le'Veon Mesh or Ring the Bell. Yeah. Ring the Bell would be a name. Yeah, because he's really into sports betting right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. I but think somebody had a great – series of games like five or six in a row and he was like yeah i'm not even gonna bet him i'm gonna let him cook because he knows as soon as he bets this player prop that player is gonna go to die mm -hmm. is he good at betting no he's horrible oh. he's literally the like oh, anything okay. he bets on turns to poop he's like marty mush so yeah. yeah you basically just fade him yeah every single time that's the thing he goes back to the just nfl as good as a full-fledged tail yeah a mush is literally just the same yeah you just go the opposite way it's and it's simple as that i don't i I couldn't see him coming back. It's been years since he played, and by the end, he was just kind of bouncing yeah. around. I forgot that he played for the Ravens, too. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was when the Ravens had, like, everyone. Didn't you yes. guys have uh, Devontae? The Ravens have had so many Freeman. washed, Freeman. Freeman. So yeah, many always, washed yeah. up running backs. That's yeah, what they did. Le'Veon, Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook. Um, we had Justin Forsett. Oh, that's right. Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray. Another one. Latavius Murray in that group, probably the best. Latavius Murray yeah. still getting touches agree. now. Yeah, Devontae Freeman had his moments, but uh, the one-year Justin Forsett was really good. But, yeah, Latavius is probably the best. Well, I that's because you know somebody's going to get hurt anyway, so you got to have, like, five backs ready to go. Ryan, that, question yeah. for you. I mean, Brian, not Ryan. Peach, question for you. If Keaton Mitchell did not get hurt, do they run the ball? No, he would have had one carry for 37 yards, and they wouldn't have ran the ball again. He was averaging like six yards per carry. Yeah. He was just—he was awesome. Keaton's awesome. Yeah, love him. So you don't think that was in, that impacted the game against the Chiefs at all? No, I don't. They just, for whatever reason, whenever the Ravens play the Chiefs, they always want Lamar. They always feel like they need to prove that like Lamar's as good of a passer as Mahomes, and it just never makes sense. And they felt like after he, that first touchdown when he made that amazing play, mm -hmm. they're like, oh. This is a Lamar game. We got to keep throwing the ball. It's just the dumbest plan ever. It's, so. when, you, when you have something that works and you get away from it in the most important game of the season, yeah, that is just – that is like that's organizational malpractice. That's coaching malpractice. It was not good. It was uh, – and I love the Ravens, man. And yeah. I love Harbaugh, but that was bad game plan. You don't throw the ball against against Kansas City. You run the ball against God, They them. tried, though, didn't they? Yeah, kind of felt like it almost point, worked. Too. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of yeah. like Miami's game plan against Kansas City too in that cold weather game at Arrowhead. I was like, oh, I think the Dolphins could keep this close with their run game, and instead, Tua dropped back thirty plus times. They tried to make Tua Dan Marino for whatever reason. <laughs> I honestly think the Chiefs this year aren't as good as we're giving them credit for. Mm -hmm. I think the teams along the way are terrified of the Chiefs and know what they were, kind of like the Celtics played against the Warriors when they won the title. And they changed their game plan to really counteract what the Chiefs were when they should have just done what the matchup tells them to do. The Buffalo Bills did the right thing. They were the only team that did the right thing. Run the ball yeah. all day long. Yeah, yeah. They should have won that game. They really should have. Damn them. Sick to my stomach. You know, 
literally. The Ravens were really t- – because there's nothing unlikable about the Ravens. No. Maybe just because they haven't – like, if they were, if they won, like, three of the last four Super Bowls, then people are going to get sick of them. But that's not unlikable. That's just jealousy. And, you know, I think most people are jealous of better teams when their team's terrible. But yeah, just to see that team get through to that point, and the narrative will now continue with Lamar. Even though they got the AFC title game, like, is he really a gamer in the big moments? And you, you, you can say that about Brock Purdy now with what he did, but you can't say that about Lamar Jackson. No, I still consider, and I know it's tough in the moment for Ravens fans, I still consider an AFC championship run for them. I mean, it was a damn good season, but it's how it ended that made it worse. Well, and you had already beat the hell out of the Lions and the Niners. So yeah. you thought to yourself, probably, I don't know, PJ, you can chime in, that if we win this game, we can destroy those other teams mm-hmm. at yeah. our best. Yeah, I would have liked playing the Lions better. Niners would have been tough. Yeah. They might have lost that game, but they certainly should have made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, but- I think it was a good season. It was just a missed opportunity. Like, I don't think they'll ever have it as good as, like, look at how many of their coaches on the defensive side of the ball are going to other teams. Like, that coaching staff was great. They were as healthy as they're ever going to be. They were at home. The Chiefs were banged up. It's like the perfect storm, and they just they missed a Golden Ooh. opportunity. Yeah. They're going to lose some guys, too. Yeah, they'll probably will. lose Patrick Queen on the defensive side Queen, of the ball. They'll lose Queen, yeah. They'll probably lose either one of Clowney or Van Noy, I would think. Dobbins yeah. is going to leave. Yeah. So Clowney wouldn't have that year again. No. He was so freaking good. They should go after Khalil Mack. Like, that's the guy who you sign on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Who can, that's Clowney. Yeah. That's Clowney. That's yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And really, but we know this team can also draft well. So they'll replace a couple of these names they with will. somebody in the draft, and they're going to be a Ravens player, and you're going to go, oh, yeah, that's – that guy fits perfectly. I think they might get Trista's boy out of Oregon, Troy Franklin. Oh, yeah, I like, I like I Troy like. Franklin a lot. I like him, too. He's a beast. He is. He's a little bit like Zay, but I like him. That's the other thing with the Ravens, though. Like, we talked about Lamar's weapons coming into the season. Odell Beckham Jr. didn't do anything. No. Mark Andrews Got was hurt, hurt the majority of the season. I like Isaiah Likely, but, like, it's like Zay Flowers and Bateman. Maybe they need to go out and get, like, a T. Higgins. Or a Mike Evans. Or a Mike Evans, a number one wide receiver for Lamar. I could see that. Or maybe you they know. get Diggs and he comes back to Maryland. That would actually be incredible. Yeah, I'd like, I would like Diggs with Lamar. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I think he needs a change of scenery. He looked kind of washed at the end of the season. He did. He's, mm-hmm. he's not old enough to be, you know. Maybe he was just dogging it. That's, yeah. He looked uninterested. Like, you don't. Know, perform the Minneapolis miracle and then drop as easy of passes as Diggs dropped. Doesn't make sense. He was bad. Doesn't make sense at all. I know. I know. And it's just, it may be just a change of scenery for him. He's not happy there. He comes across as a guy that just gets tired of a situation and wants to go somewhere else. You know, like it's just, he, he wears people down. He goes after his quarterback a lot and they're yelling at each other and, Eventually, Josh Allen's tired of covering for him when he's asked the questions, and they just move him and go somewhere else. So, I mean, listen, the Bills are a team that has to make some decisions this offseason. They got to do something. Yeah. Like, they can't, they're, and they're going to, like, some of it's financially, they're just going to have to anyway. But there's a chance that Diggs, Mike Evans, both on the market, like we said before, I, I'm taking it, I'm taking Mike Evans if I have the choice. Same. Uh, Same, man. Without question. Did you guys watch any of the, um, Pro, I don't even know what to call it anymore. Pro nope. Bowl game. No, yeah. I actually not did second. not. I didn't watch one minute of it. it did just, you? No. Well, other than when I saw it on at yeah. Sportsbooks while PJ and I were going on our Vegas tour yesterday. Yeah. That's it. And I didn't really – like, it wasn't even one of those things where I watched it and knew what the hell was going on. I just knew there was a lot of scoring, and it's just – like, I get it. I understand the NFL's got to do something. I just don't know if this is going to last. 
But I don't think they can ever go back to a real game. I, I don't know how many people are really going to be interested in it. Nobody. It, just got, it got so bad. They need to cancel it. Well, but, like, guys used to want to go play in the Pro Bowl because it was a free trip to Hawaii. Right. Yeah, I now don't know they why don't, they don't do that at right. least. Do that at least. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I've never been a pro. I've never watched the Pro Bowl. I've never I never watched, watched the NBA it. All-Star game. Yep. I watched the baseball All-Star it's game. It's the worst product after out of, all of the, out of all of them. Isn't it the largest disparity between sport and all-star event? Yes. Yes. Because the NFL is king and the Pro Bowl is unwatchable. Yes. Yeah. Unwatchable. I don't know anybody that watches the Pro Bowl. No. I just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't. I mean, you couldn't bet on this now. Being one was a real game. Like, I, I just, even then, you're just like, you don't know what's going to happen. The guys are guys are given 50% effort. Nobody wants to get hurt. And I understand that. Like, I get it. These guys don't want to go out and get hurt. And, I mean, is it better to do it after the Super Bowl again? Like, yes. Yeah. Maybe then you could actually have guys that played in this, but a lot of them probably People would just fail out. are fiending for football after football. Yeah, I almost feel like that might be a little better when we're talking about the Super Bowl here. There's just less interest. I feel like you could go back to that and maybe that would help some. Yes. But nothing's going to make it popular, right? How about Super Bowl week? That's not a bad idea. And just have do it, it in the city yeah. that the Super Bowl is in. Yeah. Wouldn't or hate that. Yeah. Get more coverage. Send them back to Hawaii. That'll help. Hawaii would be better. I mean, yeah, the guys aren't going to turn that down. I remember the first time they moved it out of Hawaii, and it just even went to Miami, and guys were like, yeah, yeah. I have a place here already. Yeah. <laughs> well, I already come here. I mean, it's nice, but and it's warm when it's, you know, middle of winter everywhere else, but. Give me Kapalua. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a much better choice going out there. So, I don't know. I just don't think there's going to be a lot a lot you can truly do to change it. No, but no. we'll see. So. But I do got some good news. What's that? We're going to Bruno Mars right yeah, now. We yeah, are. we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peach is going. Peach got us tickets last minute. I was like, he's like, there's still tickets available. You want to go? And I what said, a yep, let's, let's go. We're going to do that. Tomorrow, Alex Gold will be on set with us from Kansas City. Nice. We're going to have a former NFL defensive tackle, Tank Johnson, Ty McEwen as Tank well. Johnson. Tank Johnson. Tank Johnson's coming Tank on. Johnson. Yeah, guys. Loaded week. Loaded week. People all around here. I'm watching these Cavs highlights. Damn, they just they work the Kings tonight. Back tomorrow. Bet MGM tonight. That's a wrap. Another show is in the books. 